0: This class, what we're going to do is kind of talk about our ministries to seniors uh, and what we're doing up there, and then some activities that we do, and then um, also like how you can get involved or how your seniors can get involved at your church. And uh, just a brief introduction, uh, this is my lovely wife, Linda, and we have five kids and ten grandkids, and I know Linda looks like she's just 35, and uh so <laughs> But no, so and we have a great family. And some of our backgrounds are Linda has worked with the Missionettes. Uh, she was the director, Missionette director of Northeast Georgia. And uh, as I indicate, she's from Georgia. Uh, the district for Congregational Holiness Church when she lived in Georgia. She's worked with kids, ministries, youth ministries, just about every age. Uh, we worked with teens for many years. So she was involved in, with teens. And then, yes, teens are very interesting, aren't they? And uh, <laughs> raising them and then uh, also teaching them, too. So. And then um, right now she's currently involved. She's done worship. Um, she has three CDs that she's actually, the music that she's written and the lyrics, wonderful CDs. And it's really cool because her, her uh, producer is actually from Germany. And this is a God thing, too. God, he uh, came over and he ended up in Georgia. And I, we believe it was a divine connection where the Lord had connected this producer. And he had done some very big names in uh, secular music back before he was a Christian. And he ended up producing Linda CDs and doing it that very, very reasonable. So Linda's a very talented singer, a, a great writer. So God's using her that way. She leads worship. She rotates at our church. And then uh, we also do uh, senior adult ministry together. And then uh, my background, too, is I worked with kids. Um, I have a full-time job, and Linda's got a part-time job, too. So we're not employed by the church. We're volunteers. And, um, but um, I've worked at my employer for many, many, many years. And uh, we've worked with kids, or I've worked with kids anywhere from three to five. I mean, the, the preteens. And many, I spent many, many, many years with teenagers uh, doing that. And Linda and I led the teenagers at our church for a couple years in that ministry and then uh god god there was a season that he came and he said i need you to rest a little bit i don't know if anybody ever entered that or not and i kind of kind of didn't want to and linda knows i talked to her i said i really don't want to give up the youth ministry i i loved the youth ministry but god said you need to step down and it was kind of ironic because i've been reading the word and then i was reading a book and it just kind of everything just lined up with this book told me it's like that's exactly what i need to hear right now you know that god's this book almost spoke to me and it was like, God, I couldn't have been any more black and white. I mean, right in front of me, I was reading it. Like, step down, take a little season of rest. And then um, I was at home one day, and then Linda kind of hit her too. It's like, hey, we're supposed to lead our seniors at our church. And then our church is not, it's not a large church. Um, like, we've heard some here have hundreds or thousands. Our, our church is, like, very small. <laughs> and a lot of our population in our church is seniors. And so, like, when I say seniors, I'm just going to say, like, from 50 and over, so I, I remember just sitting there on Sunday morning and looking around, and it's like, wow, you know, most uh, a big part of our congregation is seniors. And, um, and Linda and I have seen a lot of changes in these past few years also, um, particularly the last two years. We've had this um, uncanny amount of people pass away. <laughs> they just got to this certain age, and it's like the Lord called them home, you know. So we've, we've uh, been dealing with that also, and I don't know if anybody's experienced that at their church also. So, uh, but we'll be sharing some things with you on that. And um, let me excuse me, Miss Linda. And uh, what I want to do is, I have a, a sheet here. I thought you'd appreciate um, our seniors at our church. I don't know about your church, but they're very humorous. They're very funny. Very ordinary. Does anybody's church like that too? Like they're pretty spunky. I don't know how else to say it. So, anyways, but our our seniors are also pretty savvy, and that just happens to be the name of our ministry, a savvy. And it's, um, it stands for Seniors Actively Vying for the Very Young. And we'll give you a paper on that, too, and explain that to you in, in the verse that goes with that. But, you know, when you think of somebody being savvy, they're pretty witty, aren't they? And it's like they got understanding and experience. And it's like, you know, that really describes our seniors, doesn't it? I, I, when I think of that, it's like, perfect. But anyways, on that same lines, because they're so savvy, they're also technology savvy. So um, here's, here's some abbreviations. You know, they've got, so they have cell phones and Bluetooth and iPods and iPads or whatever you want to say and laptops and all this stuff. And anyways, but, you know, this, the seniors, you know, there's all these acronyms. Does anybody ever use acronyms or see all these acronyms and LOL and all that kind of stuff? And I know um, I, I've seen so many acronyms. I can't even remember what they are. It makes my head swim. But anyways, here's, here's some acronyms. For the for the senior group that we thought you'd appreciate so um i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead with a few of these here um but uh b t w you know you may know it as by the way but uh, maybe some some of you've heard some of these some of you haven't but b t w in our senior lingo is bring the wheelchair <laughs> well bring the wheelchair so <laughs> i appreciate that <laughs> and uh oh we've got some more for you here so you know, the good old LOL, you know, as far as laugh out loud. Well, this one here is living on Lipitor. So how about that one there? So. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, Yeah, we don't want to lose you here. So. And uh, BYOT. This might might apply to some people here. Bring your own teeth. So, so. And uh, TTYL. So TTYL, talk to you later. Has anybody ever used that? Like TTYL, it's kind of a neat act. Talk to you louder. That's our lingo in seniors, so I'll talk to you louder. So Now, here's one that I hope no one has ever got pulled over on this one. Has anybody ever gotten a DUI? And I'm not talking about drinking here. I'm talking about driving while incontinent. <laughs> so hopefully nobody's got pulled over on this one here. So. <laughs> Okay, how about you want a few more yet? <laughs> Don't drink your pop yet till I'm done. So, I've got a few more here. <laughs> okay, how about FYI, found your insulin. So, I <laughs> uh, got a few more here. here's, here's some more that <laughs> I'm sure you can you can appreciate. Tgif. I know that's one. It's always like, man, I'm so glad it's Friday. Well, this one here for our senior group is thank goodness it's four. And in the afternoon, you're always looking. Is it four o'clock? Is it's time to eat? Then eight, o- eight o'clock is bedtime, right? So the early bird. There you go. That's good. Okay. Now here's one. Just be a little careful on this one, but you could. No one will know. So it's it's, it's senior lingo, so it's okay. It's HGBM. Had a good bowel movement. So. <laughs> Oh, just a couple more here. Uh, here's one. Uh, WTP, uh, where's the prunes? So there's uh, How's that? And uh, here's, here's the granddaddy of them all. This is a big one here. OMG, IF, CIP. And it's, oh, my goodness, I forgot where, I, my, where my car is parked. Have you guys have ever done? I have done that. I have gone to Walmart, yes. come out, and I couldn't remember where the car was. You so i my favorite
1: one. Which, uh, the, which one is that, Linda? R-O-F-L, rolling on the floor laughing. This one's R-O-F-L-A-C-G-U, rolling on the floor laughing and I
0: can't get up. <laughs> I do that. Oh, goodness. Well, I have just uh, one more thing I'd like to share, so I appreciate you uh, enjoying those. Uh how about some top hymns for the older folks? These are old old time classics you might enjoy. So I'm gonna wait till Vicky's done drinking her pop there. So <laughs> we don't want any accidents over there, over spray. So so <laughs>
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay, up here's uh a top here's some top hymns for the older folks, okay? And they I'm sure they can relate to some of these. So precious Lord, take my hand and help me up. <laughs> so Okay, how about this one? It is well with my soul. I love that song, It is well with my soul. It is well with my soul, but my knees hurt. So, <laughs> and how, how's, here's a couple more you could really do., <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, No, that's okay. That's, uh, that's what this is for. We love to laugh, day, so yeah. Uh, how about this one? Just a slower walk with E. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us can relate to that too. Some days the old arthritis kicks in and it's like, my goodness, you know. Um, how about this one? Count your many birthdays, name them one by one. <laughs>
1: <Can't do it.
2: laughs>
0: so, okay, just a couple more here. Uh, go tell it on the mountain, but speak up. <laughs> so, and uh, here's two, two more I thought you'd appreciate here. Give me the old timer's religion. Remember that? So give me the old times, Yeah. And then, and here's, here's what I kind of enjoy too. Blessed insurance. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I found those. I thought you might appreciate that. So, uh, excuse me here, Linda. Uh, what we want to go ahead to. Yeah. Thank you for the. Uh, oh, sure. Sure. Yep. And uh, yeah, we can put a paper out too. If anybody wants us to email them, we can too. So, uh What's that? you want them to have papers? They uh, can send a paper. Yeah, if you want to send a paper out, if you want us to send you this stuff too, oh, we can. Okay. Or, you want me to
2: pass out the
0: paper? Uh, why don't you go ahead and pass out the first page? <laughs> that is Ministering to Senior Adults. Um, and our, this is kind of neat. It stands for Seniors Actively Vying for the Very Young. And God has really touched our heart um, as far as um, the youth and, and seniors like, it, and uh, when Linda gets these papers passed out, uh, we'll go ahead. But we have a ministry verse, and actually, God gave Linda this ministry verse, which we, uh, it's, it's amazing. It's like, wow, this is exactly what we were thinking. Um, it's Psalm seventy-one eighteen. It's at the top of your page here, and it says, now also, um, oh, she's coming, <laughs> so you can get her in there, too. Um, now also, uh, old and gray-headed, and um, I wish, and then, uh, oh, God, <laughs> <laughs> First, forsake me not until I have showed thy strength unto this generation and thy power to everyone that is to come. But that's in Psalm seventy-one 18. Isn't that powerful? And I'm going to read that again. Now, also, when I'm old and gray-headed, O oh God, forsake me not until I have showed thy strength unto this generation and thy power to everyone that is to come. And that, that is so, so powerful. And God wants us to take our experiences at our age group, and it looks like here everybody's 35 and over, what I can tell. And there might be a couple that's close. And, uh, but uh, but uh, no, God wants us to take our experience and our spiritual maturity and share that with others in, among our group, but also share it among the younger. And so that's uh, our mission at our church is to take, take these, uh, this experience and take this group that has these wonderful experiences, testimonies of things they've been through, and share them with the younger generation, and encourage each other. And so um, the background here, uh, like I said, it's the 50 and over. And um, I looked this up, and it says a very large segment. And this is astounding to me. A very large segment of seniors are known as baby boomers. And probably the good part of everybody in here is a baby boomer. I know I know I am, too. I fall on that. Um, it's of 2015. It is estimated that this may comprise over 74.9 million. So almost 75 million of the population in the United States. Isn't that amazing? So say, if you can just picture, 75 million in in the United States is like in this baby boomer uh, group. And so we we represent a huge portion and a huge voice and a a huge opportunity to make a difference, don't we? I mean, in so many lives. And uh, by 2050... It says the population, uh, 65 and over, is estimated to double to around 83, uh, well, let's see. They said, I, this is not quite right. Well, I don't want to say it's not quite right, but I've got on this paper 83.7 million. Um, but uh, on this here, the next thing I had, the next point I wanted to say is, you're never too old to serve God. And so I know, you know, I'm, getting, I'm thinking about retirement in a few years, and Linda and I have talked about, oh, let's let's go to the beach, or let's get this place and do this and that. And then with the interesting thing was, like, we had a real eye-opener experience. Um, and Bridget, when Bridget, we saw Bridget and talk, got to meet her and talk to her out at the uh, Seniors Conference out of Branson this past, um, was it September, Bridget? Yes. In August, August, I think. Thank you. And that was a wonderful opportunity because – it was almost like God spoke to our heart and said, Go to Branson, so it was like we'll make a vacation out of it. But Assembly of God had, I believe, their first senior conference out there and yeah. it was attended by probably about a thousand, would you say, yeah. thousand yeah. folks. It was jam packed. And it was a wonderful conference. But it really encouraged us, you know, to like, hey, we can still make a difference. We don't have to like, oh, we've done our time. Does anybody ever feel like that? Like I've done my time, I'm done. I've I've taught, I've done this, I've done that, let somebody else do it. Anybody feel like that? I I know, you know, probably a lot of us have. But God spoke to uh, Linda, my heart, at the hotel there, and said, it's time. And it's like, my goodness, because Linda had said something, and it pricked my heart, and we both knew it's time. So um, instead of us retiring, I mean, I'll be retiring hopefully in a few years from my current job, but... We're also preparing now for ministry, so God has said, hey, I want you to go into ministry, and it's like, what, you know, at this age, and (laughs) it's like, okay, God, we'll do it, you know, because we believe that's what God wants us to do, so we've actually enrolled in online courses and working on the credentialing processes and all that, but we're we're real excited about it, but we just say that to tell you that we want to encourage you, so like what we're sharing with you today is we're just not saying it, we're actually living it out. And we want to encourage you and get you excited today that you do the same and take these things back to your churches also. And then when you look at some of these these, uh, reminders in the Bible, Adam, he had a a son named Seth um, at age 130. And that's found in Genesis 5.3. Noah, he was 500 years old when he begat Shem. Ham and Japheth, and yeah, anybody ever feel like, oh, I'm too old to have kids, or, <laughs> or something? well, look at him, 500 years old, and uh, Noah was 600 years old when the flood came, and yeah, uh, can you imagine him building that, that boat, you know, and how, how, how long was that, like 450 feet, they said, and I think 75 feet wide, or I forget the dimensions, Maybe. and 45, it was a big boat, and if you ever get a chance to go down and see the ark, I mean, uh, you'll get an idea, you know, down in Kentucky, how big that boat really is, but. Um, and then Moses was 80 and Aaron was 83 uh, when they went to Pharaoh and asked, you know, Pharaoh, hey, let, let you know, let the Israelites go. And so, um, and Abraham was 100 and Sarah was at least 90 when Isaac was born. And, uh, and then John, he wrote Revelation. They estimate he was like 92 years old when he wrote Revelation. So I think it's neat that God put these things in, in the word. And don't you love the stories? Like, I, I love that the Bible has that. He put in good things, I mean, like things that Christ did, but I, I love that it has the human aspect of it, too. Like, people failed, you know, they made mistakes, but God always, you know, forgave them. I mean, if they asked forgiveness, and he was still able to use them. And I think it's so cool that it doesn't matter the age that a person is. Like, God, did, I, I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this, like, in the secular world when you're out there. You hear somebody get laid off, or it's like they lost their job, and... Sometimes it seems like maybe it's the older folks, I hate to say it, but where it's like, where's my place now? You know, the, the company closed up. I worked here for like 30 years. The company closed up and nobody needs me or wants me at my age. Well, the neat thing about God is just strike all that away. And so because age is nothing with God. I mean, God, he can use us. I, I look at it as we, we've been primed and prepped just like these characters. I mean, look at Joseph. You know, I mean, God promised him when he was younger, you know, that he was going to rule and reign someday, but what what happens with him? He gets thrown into a pit by his brothers, you know, his own brothers, then he gets thrown into prison and forgotten for some years, and so could you imagine if you'd ever put yourself in, in his shoes, That you know, it's like, man, God, you promised me, you told me I had this plan, this future, but it doesn't look like it, you know, along the way, but Um, God is amazing, and the same with Moses, too. I mean, he had to get waylaid for a little bit there, too, till God dealt with his heart. And it's kind of neat how God, sometimes, you think, I'm too old, I can't do this, Uh, I'm I'm not going to do it. It's like, strike that out of your minds, please, because a lot of times God has has been preparing us for this moment and for this season. Isn't that exciting? I I think that is so exciting. And um, I know in our age group, um, with our, our, our seniors up there, they love to laugh, and they are one ornery group, I'll tell you. And they appreciate these jokes, too. I mean, we always have our, our things that we do with them, and they laugh, too. And they do some pretty funny things, I'll tell you. And uh, we can share those with you, too. And I have on here, too, the spirits remain young, even though there may be some gray hair, and in some, in some cases, little hair at all. Um, they're hungry for the Word of God, yes, in my case. Uh, they love Jesus, and they welcome the Holy Spirit into their lives. And I love that, to see that, that these people still have that passion for God. And they love the Holy Spirit. And Jesus is first in their lives. I just love that. And so it makes it easier for us. And another thing I found is they're very, very faithful. So if you ask them to do something, they always come through. And it doesn't matter what it is. I mean, it could be things outside. It could be things inside the church. I mean, they do everything in our church, and we'll get into this a little bit more, but doing soup kitchens and working outside, and they watch the little kids and, Linda involves them in her her plays and that kind of stuff, so it's it's pretty neat. But God is stirring up the gifts and passions within the senior generation uh, in these times to make a huge impact for the kingdom of God. And uh, many times an individual, and think about this in your own church, many times an individual just needs to be asked and encouraged to use their gifts and talents for the Lord. Uh, Pray and then go after them to ask them how they think they could make a difference in other people's lives. Find out, and I've got this on the paper for you, what their gifts, their talents, and their passions are so that they can be utilized. People, this is huge too, people need to feel wanted and to belong and to know that they have a purpose in this life. Isn't that huge? That is so huge. And that's what hope is, isn't it? It gives that's what hope is like when you lose hope there's nothing left is there um, and sometimes they just need to be reminded of that and encouraged and sometimes they get discouraged because they feel like hey nobody can use me or I'm too old or you know I'm not qualified those, those type of things so um, and I have the next um, comment on here too. never underestimate God we have seen people in their mid 70s readily accept Christ as their personal Savior and sometimes you think, oh, they're too old. They're not going to accept Christ. And I'm amazed at how like, readily when you share the gospel with them that they do accept Christ. Because we, we, we look at the outside, don't we? But God has prepared their hearts. And uh, so when we go to talk to them, and that's, that's what God does, isn't it? Like he prepares their hearts, and we, we go to talk to them that uh, we can um, tell them about Jesus. And um, many, many times they'll accept Christ. Um <clears throat> And encourage the senior adults. This is one thing we met with our seniors like a week or so ago. And we, we want them to read the book of Acts this year. And it's like, how better to get rekindled with their passion for serving the Lord... Read the book of Acts, because I don't know if anybody's read the book of Acts lately, but it gets me excited, honestly. And Linda and I are just getting ready to do a study on the book of Acts here, too. But that that is a great book, isn't it, to go back and remind us what, uh, what God wants us to do and what we can accomplish with the Holy Spirit's power. And like a lot of times, you know, we may get baptized with the Holy Spirit uh, and have that, that initial experience. I mean, we're saved, baptized with the Holy Spirit, but then it's like things just kind of – they just kind of – flicker out. And so we need to be filled with the Spirit. You know, the Word says be renewed in the Spirit of your mind and um, pray without ceasing and be filled with the Spirit. And so that's something we have to do. So we want to encourage our seniors, hey, make sure you don't lose that, that um, passion and that feeling of the Holy Spirit. And when you have that, you have the power, don't you, to go out and, and witness and do mighty things for God and um, redeem the time as many are in need of the Savior and need to hear the good news. And how many believe that we are in the end times? or are really close to it. I, I tell you, it's very interesting, isn't it, when you see things going on around the world. And um, what, a, what an awesome time. And I, I believe, um, and I wouldn't say this if I didn't believe God didn't tell me this, I believe God, Bridget, is really going to work powerfully through seniors across the United States because I, I believe our, our generation, like think of the seniors, think of all the sacrifices, the things they've done, the, the, the things we've worked at, the wars that many have served in, in our country, the things, I mean, our generation's solid. And I'm, I'm telling you, this generation, it's like a sleeping giant, if you want to call it that. It's going to rise up, and I believe we're going to see a mighty move of God through the seniors. You know, a lot of times you hear, oh, the youth's going to rise up, and that's, that's all good and great, and I believe that, too. But I believe this, this this group is so huge and so large and so much to offer that God wants to move through our group, and uh, I'm, I'm excited about it. And I believe that's what He's saying. So, uh, with that, I'm going to turn it over. Linda's got a couple of things she wants to add to that.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to read you a few scriptures. I don't to do oh yes. Not that I want to. Okay, he read um, in Psalms about uh, being gray-headed and. Given to the young, and that's super important because he's we're, we're full of wisdom. I say me because I am old. He says I'm not, but, you know, I'm in the age group. <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> and uh, we have a whole lot to offer our younger people. And I'm finding in the church today that we're sort of divided. They're off doing their children's church things, and I don't even see them sometimes, and that disturbs me a little bit. So I think we should literally go out and find these children in our church and just Be friendly with them, and and they'll just come up to you and ask you things if you're friends with them. And it's it's important. Fellowship is important with ourselves and with the younger. So just make it a point when you go back to your church to seek out somebody young. And then after you've made friends with them, give them some of your wisdom. Just kind of fill them out and see what they need to hear. You've got it in you because just years of experience says that. The scriptures um, that I wanted to read. Uh, Where'd it go? Sorry. I lost it. I'm better at singing, I promise. (laughs) If I could sing this to you, that would work out so much better. (laughs) um, All right. I don't see the way All right. In Proverbs 20 and 29, the glory of the young is in their strength. The gray hair of experience is the splendor of the old. So we need to give that to them. Just because they're stronger don't mean they're better. I'm going to give you a, a few more scriptures. In Isaiah 46 and 4, it says, And even to your old age I am he, and even to your gray hair will I carry you. I have made you, and I will bear you. Even I will carry you and deliver you. There's many scriptures about us in the in the Bible. He Like he said... Um, your body may get older, but you still have that same young mind, the same one that could do cartwheels and everything, that wanted to go pursue this and that, and you still can. You know, just just go. Go do it. Um, we've got examples of our posters over there of some of the... Will you hold this one up? Uh, this one here? Yeah. Sure. These, the pictures in the middle... I can't see it. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, These are pictures that our seniors in our church painted. These two are in the front of our auditorium. They're really big, those two. This is all the way down the hallway. It's the whole Adam and Eve. See what talent? And he also painted that one. And this is a lady in our group. She makes all kinds of beautiful arrangements and gives them to us to use as door prizes. And they're so awesome. Everybody's, like, fighting over these door prizes. Mm -hmm. And, And then this lady, she's been teaching at our church I don't even know how long. I, her daughter sure. is 30-something, and she was doing it way back then and still does it. This is a very recent picture, and this is Terry here teaching. Um, so you can do what you want, what, whatever it is in you. Don't don't give up. because. Uh,
0: yeah, remarkable, I mean, the talent that they have.
1: And I can't stress enough how important fellowship is. I, I think that's why our group is so successful at our churches because, we're super friendly with them, and we play with them. We cut up. We just have a good time. We have a hoot nanny, and it's a hoot. Um, we have pictures of that over there. Yep, I'm getting the pictures of the hoot nanny. This all happened, of course, because I'm from Georgia. So you know, we have hoot nannies down there. <laughs> but um, here's a picture of this is the lady that painted the Adam and Eve scene over there. And, and she's 75, at least 75. No, she's more than that. She's okay. close to 80. But when she painted that, I
0: think she was at least 75. Yeah, and, and this that was is, all like, just she drew it on brick and painted it.
1: Yeah, and this is her husband, and these two run our soup kitchen, which is a huge job at our yes. church. You, if you've ever been a part of that, that's a really big job. Um, we've had, this is just some of our meals. We have savvy dinners. Um, they're so fun. We We have a tiny lesson because we usually have it right after church because that's when you're going to get your biggest crowd because we feed them. They're already there. They don't have to drive at night to come be with us. And so that's working out well for us. And uh, we do door prizes and games and whatever. It changes every time. Um, This is when we went to Ogilvy. Had a good time there. That's good.
0: Mm -hmm. And then this is uh, Clyde and Hattie Cornhole Hauler. That's uh, if you can see that. That's we we'll do different characters, and they they love that. I don't know if you can see. And afterwards, you can see some of these. Like this was actually Linda and I um, at a Valentine thing. They asked us. The, we did kind of like a game show type thing. I like uh, the newlywed game. Yeah, and they, they loved it. And but we'll pull in all, all these different ages, and uh, they, just, <coughs> they just love it. So it it, it gets uh different activities and gets them going there.
1: Definitely. Yep, a lot of fun. Oh, can I show them Some kind of roadkill or something at your new name? Yeah. Yeah, we had possum stew. Oh, possum stew. Yeah, I had different things on the table that said um, roadkill and possum stew, and that's how we found it. Where's the t shirt? It, it, it was really too uh, chilly. It wasn't possum. <laughs> I've never had a possum. <laughs> Where's the t shirt? Oh, it's on
0: the video. Oh, I, I want to show him this too. Okay. This the one gentleman that painted uh, the these, big these big. pictures, these two big pictures, and then this one here. Our our uh, motto is uh, the cross and the eagle. And we thought that'd be really neat. So he came up with this color shirt, first assembly of god and maslin, and then he did this logo. And uh, but it's a cross wow. eagle with Savvy. So that way when we go to events, that type of thing. I don't know what it is. Uh, excuse me here, Linda, <laughs> about identity. But ha- it's neat to have an identity. And so it's neat to have, like, a name for your group. And then it's kind of cool to have these shirts because when we go places and it's like when somebody's out wandering around trying to find their car, you can see, remember I told you that joke, and then
1: like, oh, one of the blue shirts over there. Go we don't go lose out. our people <laughs> that way. <So.
0: laughs> then, uh, but no he did a nice job on that. So, you know, we've got the shirts for our group.
1: Okay, I want to read another scripture. Um, For the time, this is in Second Timothy Timothy four, three through eight. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of your ministry, for I am ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight, I have finished my course, and I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but to them also who love his appearing. Um, I want to tell you a little story about, um, I'm a substitute school bus driver when I'm not doing church stuff, and uh, we were having a conference, and we were doing games like Minute to Win It games, and the, the department that won the whole thing would get a free breakfast. They would bring it to our bus garage and feed us. So there's schools involved in... Um, And people in the office So there was four or five different teams And um, there was a game with cups Where you flip the cups over And when you get the gold one back at the top You're supposed to sit it on the table And run sit in your chair And um, our bus garage representative was up there And everybody was back in their chairs And she just kept going She just kept flipping her cups I saw her look this way And she looked that way She knew she lost But she kept doing it And then she stacked it on the table And went and sat down And they were like Wait a minute they didn't put their gold one on top. Those people are disqualified. They're disqualified. We won. And you know why? She she knew she lost, but she kept going to the end, and that's what God wants us to do. Even though it feels like we're getting older and we're we just, what good am I anymore? You're good, and just keep going and fight to the finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Um, let's see. Oh, and the Lady Hazel Lee again. She's a superstar in our church. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She paints. She does soup kitchen. Um, We went to a ladies' retreat at Heartland. It was four or five years ago. And at that point, she was 75. And I don't know if you've seen the zipline there. Any of you seen that? You literally have to climb a telephone pole first and then jump off a little plank. It feels like you're walking a plank. And uh, so we were like, yeah, let's go ziplining. And we saw the pole. And uh, the one lady said, I can do it. She was older than me. But I was already going... I want to climb a pole? you know, and I thought, well, she's going to do it, I'm going to do it, and I said, okay, I'll do it too, and Hazel Lee said, no, I'm not going to do it, and once Linda, another Linda, two of us, uh, she went up the pole, she goes, Mm-mm. I am not going back to church and saying they did that and I didn't, she climbed the pole at 75, she did the zip line, it was awesome. Yeah, isn't that neat? Yeah. So, see, uh, you can do it at any... Well,
0: I'm not telling everybody to do it at all. Right, You know you your do limits. You
1: yeah, don't let like, hey, don't send us you your hospital letter. bill saying yeah. that they said uh, we uh, could uh, do uh, it. Uh, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I have one other quick little thing. I'm not sure what all you have. but um,
0: Oh, we have the activities. Then.
1: We just had our business meeting at church, and um, our uh, pastor's wife was... She got up to tell about children's ministry because she's doing it now, only because ours moved to Florida and she kind of got thrown into it and she, she does so much at our church and and she's having trouble getting volunteers to work with the children and she was uh she started pleading with us and and it you could tell she didn't plan that um she was she was brought to tears and said that how much that they need everybody to work and and she said, I don't care how old you are, you can hold a baby, you can pet a baby, please come love our children. She said, I'm an example. I grew up in this church and here I am because of people like you that taught me and please help the next generation. And I'm like, that's what we have. that's mm-hmm. our whole mission. Mm-hmm. That's our whole logo, savvy. Yes. Buying for the very young. So anyway. Yeah, it's very good. Thank you. Linda. Uh can you go ahead and pass out the activity sheets next? <laughs>
0: Next, we're going to talk about some of the activities uh, that we do at our church, which we're very excited about. And then we want to have a little time for question and answer there, too, if anybody has some questions. Uh, Linda's passing out a sheet. Uh, we just thought we'd put some of these in here. We thought they might be helpful to you because how, how many have, like, a senior ministry in your church? So, Oh, good. So uh, is there anybody that doesn't have, like, a church ministry, like for seniors? Or does everybody have one then? Oh, you don't have one, sir? Okay. Is there, are there seniors in your church? Oh, no kidding. Okay. 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 Hey, you only need a couple. And it's amazing because, I, and I'm glad you said that because, and thank you, for, I mean, for, you know, uh, raising your hand there too because it's kind of neat. We've seen through some of these events that maybe somebody wouldn't normally come to church, you know, at, at our age. But when you do some of these, these fun events like this, um, it'll, it's a reason to draw them in. And so you can get your friends or their friends in. So, like, sir, maybe you know some of these events or these ideas. Uh, watch that box there, Linda, when you come back. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I know what you had in there, there, Larry. So, <laughs> um, but you know, it might be a, a good way to get somebody that doesn't come to church to come to church. Yes, sir. Yeah,
3: I, I just have two questions. First off, how how long do you guys like at tree, I guess how long do you guys had your Senior Vision? Going.
0: Uh, there was another, there's been other people that's had it, and then they would step down, and so, like, a couple years ago, Linda and I, that's when God spoke to our hearts. So we've been doing it, I think, about the past two years that Linda and I have been leading it.
3: So have you, I'm not trying to make this sound rude. Have you found that your church looks at your senior ministry almost as an afterthought, and how do you get past
0: that? Okay, the question is, um, does our church look at, the, at our ministry as an afterthought? Um, in our case, I'm going to say no, because our churches, there's so many seniors in our church. It's probably, and see, I don't know, like in your church, what's the population? Is it a mix? Oh, oh, okay. You're just in general. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for asking that. Yeah. In our case, no, but you know, and that's where the mindset has to change too. Sometimes I think some churches think it's all in the youth, you know, the youth, we got to get the youth on it. We got to get the youth on it. And I think we need to change that mindset and share that with uh, leadership and the and the folks in the church. It's like, no, look at all this talent, look at all this spiritual um, maturity that these folks have have you know lived through all these years. And who better to offer that than us? So, um, and then you said you had another question there too. So you had another. No, I
3: mean, I guess the question is how do you keep
0: it going? How, How do you keep the senior ministry going? Uh, that's where I think God has really spoken to us and said, re- rekindle that passion. Get that passion going and back in them again. And and some of them don't know that. Uh, and here's some examples. Like like uh, she mentioned Hazel Lee, and that's, that's a great question. Like they have talents and they have abilities, but they don't know. It's like, hey, I'm really good at this or that when you get talking to them. Or, yeah, I do gardening. Or, yeah, I like woodworking. Or, yeah, I do painting, that kind of stuff. But they don't know how to share it with others. And so, like, what we're going to do this uh, coming up in a couple of weeks is, like, in uh, this case with Hazel Lee, we've asked her, would you mind doing a painting class? And anybody that c- can come to this painting class in our church, you know, it's mostly the seniors that's going to come to it. So we're going to learn to paint on glass. So everybody's going to bring, like, a piece of glass and do that, that type of thing. And then there's others, you know, that have other talents that they can share uh, with others and uh, maybe like they like to go fishing you know you find out hey there's some guys that like to go fishing or ladies d- d- or a hobby maybe that they have in common and w- you know when you get some common ground like that um, I think it makes it easier to start expanding the ministry so it doesn't die but um, you also
1: have to physically go after them sometimes yes. because of the uh, mind thought that well I've done all this and i done so we literally go up to people and say savvy today are you coming or we're going to do this. I want you to help if you don't mind. You know, just just waiting for you to come get them. Sometimes, you know, and like with their talents, they're like, "What am I going to do with painting here at church?" Look at what they did at painting at our church. You know, mm-hmm. or whatever. They're also legacy nights. We're about to start.
0: Yes, we you know, haven't talked about that, about that yet. Yeah, yeah. What Linda started to talk about with legacy nights is how can we intertwine more with the youth. And take this experience. And, and these are kind of some of the things that help to, help to keep it alive so it doesn't dry up. But uh, we've asked, like, some of our seniors that have great testimonies. So, I mean, they all have great testimonies, but we have to start somewhere. So we've picked a couple, and we, uh, we worked with our youth pastor and said, you know, can we share some of our uh, testimonies with the youth? And so, you know, we're going to have um, a night, uh, legacy night, where they come and talk to, with the youth and go through their testimony. So we'll have a couple of those. Uh, we're going to have a couple of open mic nights where um, it's kind of like a talent type show. But anyways, we're going to have our seniors uh, invite them to participate in that also. And uh, so that, that's kind of a couple different ways um, to, to keep things going. Um, and then we listed some different things on here, too. Uh, here's some of the di- different things like what we do in our church that works for us is we try to have maybe, I think it's almost every other month we're doing a meal right now after church and it's potluck and sometimes we'll provide the meal because, um, we've noticed sometimes if you have a potluck, somebody will say, I didn't bring anything today. I'm not going and it's like, I hate to hear that. You know, that makes me cringe. So it's like, oh, no, come. Please stop. Please stop. We
1: don't
0: yeah, we don't care if they bring anything or not because we always have a ton of food. So um, so we always invite them to come. And then uh, we do door prizes. Uh, we, we have fun. We usually do uh, a little Bible teaching. Um, and We do our yearly Hoot Um We talked about some of these other things on here. Uh, we're looking at hiking and biking, uh, miniature golf. Um, we do a Christmas party with the other Sunday schools. Uh, classes. Uh, some other things that they mentioned they'd like to do er, this year is uh, more teaching on wills and getting their finances and their houses in order. Um, a nutrition class, because we have somebody that's uh, willing to te- teach nutrition uh, to our group. And um, I have on here too the group is uh, encouraged to challenge and share their talents and abilities with others. And uh Linda's been really good at this. Linda's written a bunch of Christmas and Easter plays. And so she's excellent at recruiting them. Uh She pours on her charm. And people that you would think would never participate in plays, it's amazing. They get up there and they do plays. So it's like, oh, that was awesome. <laughs> so. Mm -hmm. And then we do trips, Um, and these are things, too, to answer your question to help help keep things going, but we uh, we have a trip coming up to the Amish Comedy Barn that's in Walnut Creek. They love flea markets, and what we did, just to help you out on this, too, is um, when we met with them, we had a sheet kind of prepared um, with some questions. It's like, what's your talents, what's your abilities, um, like maybe what's your favorite food, what would you like to do for activities, because really – this group is not about Lynn and I. It's about them. And so what we try to do is find out what their passions are um, and Bible teachings. We said, hey, what would, you, what would you like us to teach on? And so they all came up with different things, and then we take all that and compile it together and then try to decide as a group, here's the functions and activities that we're going to do. And so, uh, so w- one of the things we have on the calendar this year is a sight and sound theater over to Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I don't know if anybody's seen those plays. Those are really awesome. Uh, we're going to do uh, perhaps Werther, uh Museum. Uh, there's a MAPS museum up by us uh, uh, at the airport, uh, Bible Walkthrough in Mansfield. There's some other things on here, too. And like Linda said, some of them do soup kitchens. Um, they do – and this gets uh, other folks engaged, too. We've asked them, and they send cards And emails and letters and make calls to folks because we've had a lot that um, end up getting sick or in the hospital. And so our group's really good about that, like contacting each other and encouraging each other and staying in contact and let them know that um, they're loved and missed. Um, And uh, then we're also going to spotlight members. That's something new we're going to do. So we're going to start spotlighting our members so that others in the group can um, get to know the new members, so it's it's worked out really well. Because of this, members in our group has have invited other members, so I, th- I think that's pretty cool. Our other people outside the church, um, and then we we communicate. Uh, I wanted to put this in here too, so you know how we communicate because communication is key and to anything. And so you want to have good communication. So what we do is uh, we work with the office staff um, to make sure they put it in the church bulletin about our events. And then we also post them on the board the, at church. We have sign-up sheets, and then sometimes we'll send out flyers. And then there's nothing like good old face-to-face contact. So, boy, that always works the best. I don't know. There's some, something sometimes when somebody's not going to do anything, and you just go up to them and say, hey, you know, we're going to this event. we really like to have you. It, it makes a really big difference. So nothing like uh, face-to-face contact. So um, anything else to add on to that, Linda, that you can think of there? Does um, anybody have questions or comments? Or sure, go ahead there, Vicky. Sure. For any, uh, like dinners or anything like that? Do you ask them for a fee to cover the dinner? Or anything? Like our potlucks and stuff. Okay, so the question is, do we ask for uh, finances or uh, any donations for meals and stuff? Uh, we have not. So yeah, we've been able to not have to do that. So like we have a little budget. Um, and then the potlucks the potlucks work out really really well yeah and Linda and I are pretty thrifty too like For buns and desserts and all that kind of stuff. You can get, we can talk to you about it too. I'm telling you, you can throw together a cheap meal. Um, I've done chicken and noodles and pasta meals are fairly inexpensive. You know, we've got thrift outlets where you can go and buy rolls cheap and cookies and that kind of stuff. And then, you know, you can go and buy like a lemonade mix and iced tea and coffee. And honestly, you can put together a meal really cheap. And so we kind of do a mix of both because again, we want to make sure, like somebody, like if they come that Sunday, it's like, oh, I didn't know, I forgot about savvy and didn't bring something. We just want them to come, and sometimes it's just nice to come and sit down, like our Christmas meal. You know, that we do, we don't want them to bring anything, honestly, because they, they, you know, that's something you just want to enjoy the season and the time together. So we that's all provided, the meals and prizes and that kind of stuff. And and speaking of prizes, uh, I think Linda's given away a couple of her CDs here in this group. Um, so what which paper, if you turn... Can you turn your papers over and see if anybody has like a star on the... Is there... Okay, so, uh, any any other ones, sir? We've got the other star. There be one. I do. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> sure. And, do you
2: have seniors in your group that are uh, um, really having difficulty making so they couldn't bring anything, or they might say oh,
3: come on. they'll come
0: to an event and want to take a lot of They take 18 years old. Yes, we do, yes. And sometimes those folks, when they come, they'll bring just like a small dish because it makes them feel I, – I believe it makes them feel like, hey, they they participated, they brought something. But Linda and I, yeah, the question was, like, if they don't maybe have a lot of means or income or not able to bring something, you know, uh, what we do is, like, a lot of times we, we know – um, hey, I mean God just tells us, send that stuff home and linda and i 've sent a ton of stuff home, so what I do is um, I always have extra ziploc bags like the gallon bags and all that kind of stuff, so when we 're done with food i 'm back there like, hey, if anybody wants to take this or if I know somebody in particular like you were asking there, Vicki that um, yes we 'll go ahead and just send that stuff home with them' <sighs>
2: Does it involve walking? I can't go. Does it involve, you know, are the kids cry or they're too loud? Or, you know, that's where we have difficulty. I mean, I've never been to a senior event. I I only came because I have a lot of seniors in the women's ministry. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine heading up a senior ministry. I just couldn't do it. But I'm being honest, you know, it would just be really hard because nothing seems right. Um,
0: they find a reason you mean why why they can't do it um
1: yeah yeah. well maybe offer things that they wouldn't have to move around also with the others well then maybe you'd like to come to this where we just go in and sit down you know just kind of have stuff for everybody that way
0: yeah and that's a good question yeah because you're going to have a the question was you know if you have a group that's mixed or a lot of folks that can't do things physically or move around we have that we're, we're that's our case uh, we have some that can get out and walk and hike they're really active even though they're older than you have others that have like canes or they're they they can not go very far so like our flea markets that's a lot of walking so we know okay there's some folks that said in our our group we want to do flea markets so when we when they sign up that's the ones really that are a little bit more mobile then we'll have other ones like a show that's like okay you know we can pick you up we, we have a van so we'll take them in the van to the events and then when they get there they can just you know it's not a lot of walking yeah and so that that's we try to offer like a nice variety um so they can do that yeah yeah so but um good questions uh, other, any other questions or thoughts or comments or
2: uh, sure it's hard to the, the seniors into other, like our women's ministries and things, because you want to pull in the younger women, the stay-at-home housewives, the career women, you want to get everybody together, but there's those constraints, you know, with mobility, finances, interests. Yes, so
0: yeah, a really
2: challenging.
0: yes. Yeah, I think our church, I mean, how, how big is your church, just out of curiosity? 200? Oh, 300? Okay. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because, like, in ours, our church is smaller. So, you know, it seems like when we do advanced women's groups, uh, like ministry, there's a mix of the younger and the older. You know, just I don't know if it was easier just because of the size of our church. Um, but, yeah, good questions and comments there. Um, any Anything else? Or Yes, sir. Oh, okay.
2: Well, I've learned over the years, when I first started, when I first got saved,
3: seat on Monday night, so I sent two of us over to health care. First room we went into, first lady I spoke to, give our heart to the Lord. And it began a 15-year ministry at one health care. And one
0: thing wow out, uh, actually there's two. The first thing is is that it's all about relationship. Mm-hmm. Yes. We the relationship we won't minister to anybody. That's right. And the second is there's
4: more wisdom and knowledge locked up in our Mm-hmm. they're
3: being just wasted away mm-hmm.
0: asking that's true yeah thank you yeah great comments yeah relationships are very important yeah that's key that's key thank you um, yes sure now that we're there I have no problem
3: with that uh, my thing is is when I'm, I've been praying and asking God for is to go about and how we can intertwine young families, young people, with the elders. Because I can find, after being in church all my life, really, and aging, I found out that, how can we go about doing that? Mm -hmm. And for some reason, the Spirit of the Lord talking with me or something, but, you know, maybe some kind of, like a little adoption
0: Mm-hmm, Yes.
3: You know where? Hey, you know, and I would think that with the people that I know now that's in our church, with Joseph, well, we've only been going there now since we've been back. Joseph's military; we were all the time moving. But I have found that we've been going there a year, and I still don't know all the young people. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's kind of like you know, there's a there's a gap we got going on yes.
0: here. Yes. Yes. Elderly versus young. Yes.
3: And what you find with young people, they can give us energy. I mean, I find Mm -hmm. if I'm with a young person, I'm ready to get back on that horse. Yes, yes. But, you know, so it's like, and for that young person to intertwine in my world and say, okay, yeah, I have some physical disabilities now, I can't do this, you know. Mm -hmm. But yet, you know, would you come to my house and maybe do a little house cleaning. Yes. Everything. I mean, that kind of, you know, how Christ mm-hmm. adopts us into His kingdom. Yes. God adopts us into His kingdom. And yes. We are a part, you know. Yes. And, and it's like, so my thoughts were, if, if I could just sit there, and I don't know if it would really work, but I'm just kind of thinking, if somebody would adopt me or Joe, you know, because we're together, mm-hmm. you know, we're willing. So now we would have to go find a younger family would you be willing to adopt us into your family? Mm. Because I love the young kids. You, you just never lose that love. That's right. When, when, when you're you know, working with God, you never lose that love mm-hmm. for, That's right. for the young generation.
0: Mm-hmm. But
3: now that I'm older, I want to intertwine, but I want them to intertwine in my world also. Yes. You know, so so it's like, you know, how do we go about that mm-hmm. as presenting it to the senior pastor and saying, Sir, you know, I, I really feel God, this is what God's leading I don't know how to go about doing it, mm-hmm. but I think it's a gap that is so missing in our churches right now that the seniors come and then they go, and nobody knows anything mm-hmm.
0: about Yeah. And
3: I don't think, God doesn't, I, not, I can't speak for God, but knowing what God does, you know, His Word, we speak through His Word, mm-hmm. I, I just feel like there has to be something there. That we can intertwine, and I can yeah. get to know yeah. the young people in my church yeah. a whole lot. I, I want to know you personally. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to know you as an acquaintance.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah.
3: And and it's like, I mean, I still don't even know their names, mm-hmm. all the young people, etc. I just don't yes. know. And, and I, but I want to. Yes. So, you know, but it seems like sometimes to have that desire, you know, you have to go out there. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I'm saying, okay, what do we do then for them to come to us? hmm Okay. Are you willing? Are yes. you willing to take on a family? You know, mm-hmm. saying, Hey, you know, let's go do something together. Come to my house or I go to your house or let's just go um, walk around the mall and if you have to push me in a wheelchair, are you okay with yeah. that? Yes. You yeah.
0: Know? Yep, that's good. That's good. We
4: had a sign up sheet at our church where grandparents wanted to adopt a child and be a grandparent to a child. Children signed up. A senior signed up, and then the grandparents remembered their birthday. Remembered if they had a school activity, they congratulated them on whatever, and got became. It was mostly the seniors taking
3: initiative Mm -hmm. uh,
4: to be a part of the child's life, but it comes around then Mm -hmm. the other way. But we had to sign up, and and then. Someone like your leader would put those people together who would match. Um, of course, it would have to be the parents would have to be involved in mm-hmm. things, too, yes. but it's worked nicely. Oh, I don't I know think, if I that growth would come. Just say that you know how to pray for each other because yeah. you know each other.
0: Yeah, thank you. Uh,
3: one, one of the things that happened when I was at the church in Missouri, you could see it. I was part of the worship team. You could see it on the platform. You had the young people over here. You had the young marrieds here. And you had the seniors over here. Yes. So nowhere in the middle. Of the mm-hmm. So we got to talking about how can we change that. But well, we also had a master's commission program going on in the church as well. We put the master's commission and the, the, the youth group together. And we had them, first of all, adopt somebody older. Mm-hmm. And after, a, it was about a year, And we did that back and forth. At the end of six months, then the seniors adopted one of those young people. Mm -hmm. And what we did was we took them out to dinner once a month. Uh, We found out what their birthdays were. We sent them cards and just encouraged them. Mm -hmm. Some of the things they were going through. Yeah. About the end of that year, you stand on the pulpit and here's young people sitting with the seniors.
0: That's really neat. Yeah. So you could tell it made a difference, huh?
2: Yeah. It it works. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, that's good, yeah, that's good, thank you, yeah, and that's that's what we're doing too, Uh, I know we're running out of time, that's what we're trying to do with the open mic night and the... um, Legacy night. Yeah, we'll go to you just in a second here. And then uh, we, we have a youth pastor, so and I know him very well. So we've been working with him, you know, to so that we can get this intertwined. Because, honestly, the seniors are on one level in our church, and the youth are, are down in another, physically down another level. So when you talk about, we understand. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll go to you then, and that, we'll have to close then. <laughs> what I was
2: going to say, I think we need to get the of being
0: Yes. Yes. I'm
2: 75 years old. I am not elderly.
0: That's right. That's right.
2: I found that I can relate very well to the children. Yes. To the machines. and by relating to them, I make.
0: That's awesome. That's great. Yeah, 75 years young. I like that. So praise God. Uh, We'll go ahead and close the prayer. Uh, Father God, we just come to you and so grateful for this session. Father God, we pray that you spoke to each and every heart. And Father God, just rekindle the passion in them. Help them to know they can make a difference, Father God raise up this generation of seniors to be powerful, to be strong, to be filled with the Holy Spirit, Father God, and to go out and win the lost and go after those youth, Father. Give them witty ideas and uh, just open up doors for them in their churches. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, Thanks, everyone. Have a great day. God bless you.